and good evening and welcome to another episode of Religions, Regimes and Refugees, their multicultural mess and secular scam, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining me today and I hope you're having a great day wherever you are. I keep saying multicultural mess and secular scam. We have seen the mess that multiculturalism can do to you in, uh, for example, in the last week in Canada with Canada taking in what about 800 more than 800,000 uh, Sikhs out of which you get you get these you know extremist groups and Canada did absolutely nothing to it politicized it now they've become a thorn in their side and um, they can't do anything about it because how are you going to take out how are you going to find out who's who and and the and the government is backing them on that on that issue so like them there are many other groups when you come with cultures every culture has its plus its minus its negative its positive they gang wars they drug addicts they drug cell pushers and then you call you you slap a label over top over all of it to pretend that it's culture to pretend everything is well nice and easy when in reality it is not um it's multiculturalism with all its deficiencies and this could have easily been taken care of if they handled the problem right in the 70s uh but it wasn't it was let let to fester and here we are uh now we're looking at a wound how do we take care of it but it's too late and they call this uh, nonsense they call multiculturalism so here is another uh multicultural issue mess minorities and majority i was watching um a uh, video on youtube of um you know the one and only barakadat um the sellout of india um the absolute sellout uh, and she was talking to shares at Punawala, who was one of the, um, I think, uh, you know, uh, uh, PR, PR campaign, uh, PR managers for the BJP. Anyway, Shahzad Punawala was a Muslim or is a Muslim. I don't know if he's still a Muslim, but anyway, he comes from a Muslim background. Now, He's very intelligent. I think he studied law. If those who don't know, Shehzad Punawala. And he's with the BJP. And um, Barkadat is asking him uh, a question. How do you explain? How do you explain um, your, uns- your non-satisfaction at the BJP not having one a Muslim voter, one Muslim representative on their caucus, on their, uh, you know, committee or uh, cabinet. Or the, the, the question was, why, was, why does the BJP have not one Muslim member, MP or member of parliament? Um, and Barka asked Shazad, she says, uh, you can put it in any way you want, whatever word you want to cho- you choose to use. But why does, uh, are you not ashamed or are you, sorry, she didn't use the word shame. Are you embarrassed or are you disappointed that, the you know, she's trying to drive a point that to this, for, she's trying to drive a point for Shazad to feel ashamed for her backward mentality and her thinking. 
because obviously Barca comes from the left. She's this secular person and she thinks that all these people in the left are more progressive, they're more modern, they're more intelligent, they're more diverse, they're more uh, inclusive and all these fancy, ignorant, multicultural words. But her opinion has to be the opinion of any, everyone else. If not, she will find a nice fancy way to degrade you and shame you. So here's a question she's asking Poonamala uh, in a sort of a way of shaming him. How can you belong as a Muslim to a political party who doesn't have a Muslim on as a member of parliament? And um, Shahzad, being the fantastic lawyer that he is, or one who studied law, and says, well, you know, the Parsis also don't have a member of parliament. They don't have a problem. They're doing fantastically well. The Jains don't have a member of parliament. They are doing fantastically well. Uh, you Buddhists who are doing well. Why are only Muslims scribbling? And why are you cribbing only for the Muslims? And she had to keep quiet. And she laughed. And she had to keep quiet. It's called hypocrisy. Because they don't really care about minorities. They create a propaganda, a perception of your mind, only to shame you, degrade you, put you in a corner and force you to do something to, to glorify their victimhood or their supremacy. That is the long and short of, democ- of, of minority and mi- majorities. And this is the deficiency of um, democracy, a big, big different deficiency. So, like I've said many times, there is no such thing as minority majority. Okay, it is there is no such thing as minority majority. It's a propaganda. It's a narrative that's sold to you to put you in a corner, put you against the wall, make you ashamed, and then force you to do something only to justify their numerical value. Okay, uh, to do something specifically to give them extra benefits, extra freebies because of a propaganda, of a narrative where they give you a numerical value but it has absolute no meaning um, and to show you and make you feel ashamed that they are less powerful than you by their numerical value so they should be given automatically some more goodies or more freebies or more reservations because their numerical value is not great. Uh, I mean, it's it's as disgusting as you come a narrative. But remember, before we begin, there is, there is, this is a narrative. It's a narrative of the woke Marxist corporation. Okay, everywhere you go, I was watching a video on someone else, um, and that person was showcasing the concept of, you know, fake minorities, and she. That person was talking about Meghan Markle, who is the wife of uh, Prince Harry. Um, and Meghan Markle, in her, in her Netflix documentary, which I didn't watch because I don't have Netflix, um, she is trying, uh, she tried to uh, tell, um, she tried to tell um, the Netflix documentary or on the documentary, she's saying, 
I've never been treated as a racist before as a black person in America. Uh, but the moment I came to uh, to England, they made sure that I'm black, and now I feel um, I feel black. Um, I f obviously I feel that way. I don't know the exact words that she used again, but I'm just going to go with it. Uh, she says it's weird being made into a minority, but not treated as a minority. And you're like. What is the way to treat someone as a minority? What? Is there any particular way? Is there any specific road? Should we keep specific roads for minority and specific roads for majority? Specific roads for, um, you know, a different side of the road? Um, different restaurant for minorities? Different restaurants for majority? How do we treat someone who is a minority by numbers, numerically a minority, uh, and in no other way a minority? How do we treat people who's a minority? But this is the question Meghan Markle was saying. It's weird to be tr not treated, uh, to be to feel like a minority, but not be treated like a minority. Uh, I mean, I was flabbergasted that someone even came up with a stupid, idiotic question like that. But this is what the woke incorporated does. Um, and the Marxist, all of these are all Marxist. Okay, they pretend to be any everything else, but they're Marxist. Um, they're not practicing anything. They're just they're just Marxists. So this is one of the propagandas of multiculturalism, uh, minority and majority. It's a fake narrative. Um, it's very much in the old days. Uh, I have mentioned many times that, as my Facebook page says, Dalit is Hebrew. Dalit is not uh, Hebrew. Uh, Dalit is Hebrew. Dalit is not. Um, Hindu. Um, and the reason I say that is because uh, it's the fourth letter of the, of the Hebrew alphabet and exists in the Old Testament where people who did not follow the truth of God in his Torah, in his book, was deemed, were deemed as uh, Dalit, poor people, those who have betrayed God, uh, they would fall sick and they could not be cured, so they would be sent to like leprosy colonies called Makkas. And those leprosy colonies uh, then became the Makkas of the world. Um, um, and basically, um, those people over there were sent to die, but they were poor, they were made poor, they were isolated, they were kept separately. And that, my dear friend, in modern terms, is minority and majority. They want you to send them to an ideological leprosy colony where they are victims, where they are um, wretched, where they're kept apart. And because of that, they, they spin a, a narrative where they need you to give them more numbers, increase their numbers so that they have more power, obviously, um, and they get more freebies at the end of the day, and eventually they will rise up to power, and they will do exactly the reverse to who you are. Um, so this is this is a deficiency of democracy and deficiency of multiculturalism. It's very very important to understand. Um, my question here is: Is this the democracy that we were served? Uh, we were thought we were getting. Is this the democracy that we were? We, we, we were told we were getting, instead of this multiculturalism, you know, exasperation, 
Is this the democracy? No, it's not the democracy that we were given. They were not the democracy that we were told we were going to be give, uh, given. It is, a, it is an upside down sham. I, I don't even know a word for it. Uh, so that's point number one. And I'm going to explain that to you in another way. I was listening uh, to uh, Professor uh, Salvatore Babon, an American sociology professor now teaching in Australia. Um, and he was told very clearly, um, and he, he was giving an interview to one of the Indian channels, I think CNN 18. He was talking, obviously, of the Trudeau issue. And he says, you know, this is a typical fact, factor of, um, of Anglo-democracies. Anglo-democracies are democracies where, um, you know, you have multiple coalitions. I mean, it's a coalition for power, multiple factions, multiple tribes within this, uh, this coalition of power. So you'll have like the liberals in Canada, but you'll have many different groups belonging to them. Similarly, in, in India, you have the dot, dot, dot alliance where you have many factions belonging to them. Similarly, you have the NDA where you have many groups and tribes belonging to them. Um, it's no different from the ancient times when they formed these big kingdoms. We'll say, well, the empire, the Gupta empire, the Maurya empire, but all of them were in power because there were a coalition of many different groups. And similarly today, it's just that the label has changed, but the mentality has not. It, because at the end of the day, we're all cycles. So we have different angles, different degrees in that cycle, and we are the same. We haven't changed at all. Um, just the perception given to you. But he's talking, Professor Salvatore is saying that, uh, look, um, he has... Um, um, you know, the Anglo democracy does have a, a, a problem in the sense that they have many people in their coalition who are important for their coalition, but have a single issue voter uh, blocks. So like the Khalistan movement, they only care about forming Khalistan. They don't care about anything else. They don't care about justice. They don't care about uh, human rights, equal rights. They'll kill anyone. They just want... Um, they just want their uh, Khalistan as an issue. And this is finally um, an important part in Trudeau's uh, coalition uh, of alliances, of, uh, yeah, of his alliance. And as a result of it, he has to cater to their needs. If not, they'll bring the government down. Why? Because they have numerical power. So one side we have Barkadat who's trying to tell you um, Barkadat was trying to tell you, oh, it's so embarrassing not to have Muslims on your on your vote bank, on your um, Muslims as members of parliament, or on your cabinet. It's it's not it's not possible. Um, you should be you know ideologically ashamed of it, or are you embarrassed about it? Without using the words. Um, and the other side, you have this small uh, group in, in Canada causing so much of havoc. Now, there are 800,000 people in all. They are really minority, a micro minority. Okay. And within that minority, there are the Kalistanis are another micro mi minority. They don't form the 800,000 Sikhs. They are about 100,000 of the 800,000. Uh, officially, unofficially, they could be more. Uh, Say even if there were, you know, say even if there were half, there were half 
of the um, of the Sikhs in Canada. Giving you an example, there's still a very small minority, but this minority is causing such havoc that it's causing tensions between two big democracies, two big diplomatic uh, powers. I mean. All of that for a simple minority. So does a minority really mean something when you have power, when you have numbers in your county? Um, you know, you can uh, still create havoc. So Barca, that on the other side, trying to spin a yarn, saying that, oh, you don't have Muslims, you don't, they're minority, they're weaklings, they're victims, they're not victims, and they're not minorities at all. Neither are minorities, they're just sham voting blocks, and absolute sham voting blocks. And um, Barca, that is one of the wretched, uh, you know, uh, journalists who only play gladiator politics. That means us versus them, you versus me, um, him versus her, uh, heaven versus hell. This is what you call Marxist gladiator politics. It's been going on for so long, it's become as an illness and it has to be eroded uh, because this is not democracy. So um, this idea of multiculturalism and democracy has failed us uh, because they play us with narratives that have no sense and they'll fight us once, one against the other. They'll spin a yarn when the, in the same yarn, they'll take it to another country and spin it in a completely different way. And, um, you know, we go from there, basically. Um, and so you're not really, this is not how democracy should work. Um, another part about democracy um, is is the vote bank. Like I said, uh, these vote banks are not supposed to be there in democracy. You're not supposed to fo use democracy for vote banks. You're there for democracy that everyone has a voice and for issues uh, to solve your problems, to solve your issues. Everyone has a voice, um, but no, these have become vote banks. So only vote banks will get their voice heard, the rest no. And this is a problem with Anglo-democracy. Now, here's the third problem with Anglo-democracy. They have single issue. Sorry, I, I think I already said single issue, but I'm going to continue on that single issue, not the third point. Uh, Professor Salvatore, uh, uh, I don't know his last name anymore, um, who is the sociology prof professor now in Australia, uh, his issue is saying, you know, uh, this has happened before. So in in um, in the seventies and eighties, the IRA was causing big problems to um, big problems to to. Um, uh, to aid the United Kingdom, and a lot of their people were a voting bloc in America. They were collecting the money and sending it to the IRA in Sinn Féin in, uh, in Ireland, and they were causing the, uh, the Brits a lot of uh, problems. Uh, they refused to, to cut down on, you know, shut down these IRA um, financiers and, and ideological people in America because they were a huge voting bloc. I mean, not a huge, but they were a voting bloc. Um, and that's why people don't say they're Irish, but today now slowly it's coming out, oh, you have an Irish, my Irish roots. But before they were not very happy to say that they were Irish because of, of the IRA bombings and Sinn Féin. Um, and, and the Brits couldn't do anything 
the Brits couldn't do anything about it because America was a huge country and they were supporting America. They were supporting the IRA, uh, not the IRA, but the Irish who were collecting money for the IRA and Sinn Féin in the United in in Ireland. Um, so these single issue parties or single issue uh, voters uh, are also a big problem on democracy. So similarly, like that, you have the. Um, the IRA was was never bought down by the by the Americans when they should have. They should not have given them oxygen to survive, uh, and the Brits were losing lives big time over there. Uh, you have also in 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 Canada, um, um, you know. You have Khalistani issue, which is a single single uh, uh, block issue. Uh, it's not multiple. They don't have multiple issues, but they all form part of a coalition. Now, this is a deficiency in democracy. This is not the democracy that we wanted. A party cannot have only single issues and should not be working to undermine a foreign state. Um, absolutely not. But you see... Uh, these fo- these issues can be huge, have huge implications, like the IRA who were bombing places in the United Kingdom, and we had wars, people die. Similarly, in the in the in the in Canada um, and the US, you have these Palestinian single issue water issues, and they are causing massive, massive, uh, uh, massive, massive uh, problems. Um, killing people, raping people, t- uh, robbing people, uh, creating you know um, a, a turbulent society. They're doing all of this, and they're using their political power in one country to destabilize a foreign power, a sovereign nation. And that's not acceptable. This is not the democracy that we signed up for. This is not what we are taught in our school books. That's not the, the, the ideology behind democracy. It's to balance, give everyone a choice, a voice, and to balance the status quo, take the best ideas, and build on those best ideas. Uh, that's all it is, um, what democracy is. It's for the people, by the people, and, and, and for the people. Did I get that wrong? I'm not sure. It's not for voting blocks. Democracy never says for vote banks, for voting blocks, for single issue uh, groups, for uh, for separatists, uh, for terrorists, for people who undermine uh, the 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 law and the constitution, um, people who want to bifurcate the state. All of that is not democracy. It is wretched uh, multiculturalism, and it has to stop. It has to stop because um, it's 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 not healthy. It's not helping anyone. Do we want to remove democracy? Of course not. We don't want to remove democracy, but it has to evolve. Democracy has to evolve, has to change, has to become better, because otherwise it is not working. People are going to get fed up, there's going to be a revolution, and here we go. And that is not what we want. We do not want to have a revolution. We want to heal from the inside. We want to evolve, and we want to be better. And we do not want to have to run to these vote banks all the time. But democracy is about vote banks. Democracy is not about for the people, by the people, and who... and and whatever they want to call it, for the people. Um, democracy is about vote banks. The, democracy is about now fight, um, you know, splitting people into groups and, and, and forcing these groups to fight against one another. That is what democracy is. Uh, put them 
selves in the group, count, do the numeric, numerical count and say, oh, well, he's a, a minority, she's a minority. But there are so many groups and layers and layers of groups that you have layers and layers of, of you know, majorities and minorities. You cannot keep putting everyone in a box to suit your politics. That's not how it's done. Um, um, and democracy has, is about giving everyone a voice giving everyone a choice and making everyone equal uh, and you know may the best best uh, idea win uh, it's not about violence it's not about isolating it's not about money uh, but it's come to that point so we have to question democracy now we have to question um, the, the people are holding democracy ransom and we have to make it a better day uh, so have this conversation of your with your friends who is what is democracy who's democracy uh how has it evolved why is it so corrosive uh why is it so negative uh why is it causing more problems than ever um and um yes this conversation is important for all of us because conversations stop the violence in our homes and violence in our homes will stop the violence in our streets and at our borders so on that note i take your leave i thank you so much for your time Please do have this conversation about democracy, the ups, the downs, and we'll go from there. Cheers and stay safe.